This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So here you go. Um, you know... I think I even mentioned to, either I mentioned it to you or I mentioned it in the podcast. I can't remember if it was being recorded when I said this, but that my goal was to get out before you and I would go out because I wanted first dibs. Like sure. it, 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 I don't, grandma. I don't know if you did mention that, but that's hilarious. That, that was my goal. <laughs> that's awesome. No wonder I didn't get the invite. That's no problem. Not upset, <laughs> but that's fine. So uh, we got out there and um, ended up finding the second largest stone we found yet. Nice. Uh, Is it smaller than your daughter's? Smaller than daughter's, but okay. it's so it's sixty five carats. Ooh! See that it's it, like look at that thing. It's almost what three quarters of my thumb, right? Mm, meh. Yeah. <laughs> you could just there. Here's why that. Here's why I did that. That's that's the dumbest measurement whenever because you have fingers that are smaller than your thumb. Oh, that's like that's the end of my pick which finger like that look like that's my ring finger like you could pick whichever finger you want it's a pinky three quarters the size of my thumb that's like that's my index finger from the knuckle the the second knuckle like that you can just pick which like you have all of like the gauges like your pinky is less than three quarters, like only like half of your thumb. Unless all your fingers are the same size. <laughs> Jesus. This is what you're working with over here. This is it right here. I didn't I didn't realize I had other digits I could use. It's like half of four. <laughs> so two? Yeah. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> anyway. It's good. That's really good. So, yeah, we found, but we found some good chunks. Yeah, you really did. good. Chunks. Really good chunks. Oh, that's great. And like here, I mean, I can't pull them all out, but like, yeah, it's a bunch of a uh, bunch of sunstones. Bunch of How much money is in that bucket right there? I thousand. Thousand bucks. Ah, there you go. Because it depends on the size. I'm like that one is. Expo- is, exponentially more valuable than three stones of the same size. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that have, that three quarters of a, of a thumb is worth like four half pinkies. It's gonna be a day. I can feel it. <laughs> well, this is already the podcast. Here's here's what the podcast is gonna be today. It's it's that that's how we, we we've already started. 
I'm, so you've I'm gone sun soaking without me. Have you gone mushroom picking without me? No, I have not. Okay. How are we on? How are we looking? We're we, good. Okay. So we're re- we're nearly ready to go. And I had a had a mushroom conversation with somebody. So we'll we'll talk about your sunstone experience. We'll talk about where we are for mushroom hunting. And then I am going to uh, there is a negative tide this weekend, and I'm going razor clam digging uh, on the Washington coast. So, okay. so that, that we'll do it in this order. You can tell me about your sunstone adventure. Uh, we'll talk about mushroom and then any advice that you have. So I've been razor clamming uh, before, and my my father and my brother are uh, uh, reportedly quite proficient, and they've become more proficient in recent years. So I'm going to go with them. But if you have any wisdom that you can give me, so that I look smarter when I get there. So those are the three things. And I will say, if we can finish, if we can wrap this up by noon, would be great. And okay, I know I, I was late today, but no, you're good. Okay. We're good. Um, cool. And I can help you with razor clam. I, I again, we'll save those for the end. This is a podcast. I'm, I'm just so je- I want you to know that I'm jealous because Oregon hasn't opened up yet, but gotcha. we're one tenth away. One, one tenth. One test. Oh, one test. One okay. Test. Okay, gotcha. And we can, I can explain what that is. No, yeah, so. yeah. Well, you have to check to make sure there's no uh, bacteria and uh, no no poopies in the clams. You want uh, yep, you can't have any of that. that uh, the toxic the toxic tides, the red tides. That is the that is the phrase we're moving forward with. No poopies in the clams. Yeah, That's, listen. If you, if there's the more than three quarters of a thumb worth of poop in the. Hey, it's yeah. gonna be three quarters. Okay. So, you know what's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna ask to make a shirt three quarters of a thumb. <laughs> like it's probably, gonna- probably okay. So you got me all excited about sunstoning uh, for for a lot of reasons, mostly because of uh, the frozen tundra that was uh, Eastern Oregon. We were not able to go and have not been able to go, but you've revealed to me already. And whether or not it stays in the podcast or not, we will reiterate. Your plan the entire time was not to invite me on the first trip of the year. My plan was always to sneak out early. I wanted one trip ahead of you. That's fine. And it was only to get first dibs at certain spots. Here's what you did not want and you still do not want is you do not want me on my first trip to get the biggest stone you've ever seen. Even though I'm dumb That's enough that you could probably talk me out of it. You'd be like, mind if I keep that one? And I'll be like, yeah. No, I would not. But I, I wouldn't do that. I know, but, but but again, you have the rock tumbler and I'm lazy. And I'll just be like, yeah, here, thanks for a good time. Here's 500 bucks worth of stone. <laughs> no, and, no. And I, you, won't, you won't give me the true value of it. So it's all good. Not at all. I want, no, I would want, what I would want to do is actually have your kids like look at them and be like, oh, I want to go find yeah, these. Yeah. Like that's. That's sure. the goal. So well, the other uh, thing is you don't want me to get skunked where it's like, that was dumb. That too. Yeah. There is. So there is that element. Yep. So yes, we need to go. I'm, we need to go before like the end of August. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we will. We're That's what I'm go. saying. We need to like, it can't be picked clean, but you no. went on your trip. So it was just you and uh, you and, and my son. Yeah, so who, who uh, we call B. Yeah, we call him B. Yeah, because his name's Ben also, but yeah. it's you know to keep the confusion down. It's, yeah, you're so Ben, he, he's B, and Peyton, your daughter, is P. Yep. Okay. And Peyton had a uh, you know, as she gets she's 12 now, and so sleepovers she's got better with, shit to do. And, yeah, yeah, like so it was this concept of, hey, do you want to go sunstoning this weekend or no? And she's like, No, I'd rather just stay at mom's and yep. I'll go do my sleepover. And I was like, No problem. And 
the thing is, here's what I will say. And Hannah and I, Hannah and I both agree with this. And for those parents that are divorced or maybe not even divorced, like if you have kids dividing and going and doing something with one kid is super fun. Yeah. Like it's all of a sudden this one-on-one, like you're going to create stories with that one child. And, and so I would encourage all parents to take their kids like if you have a plurality of children do some one-on-one stuff with one child it doesn't always have to be this fair and equal space well we, so. we found that with the twins too it not only helps them feel independence in the uh-huh. moment where they're going out and doing something so uh my children andy and zuzu andy could care less about going fishing zuzu loves it so she will go and she's got her own fishing pole and she is ready to catch rainbow trout by the plenty she was teaching her 14-year-old cousin uh, last summer how to catch, how to cast. And then she's like, when do we get to cut into them? And we're like, let's go. But the other thing is is that's, that's the missing element of that is she gets to go back and tell the story to her mom and to her sister and doing all of that and having your own stories to tell, even, even when it's like later that day when I get home and you get to tell those stories. It's fantastic. 100% agree with everything that you just said right there. It's so so you you and B uh leapfrogged our out. trip. Didn't I didn't even get a text. Not even like a hey, we might we're thinking about it's oh we you know in the next couple of weeks we can plan it out. Cool. I'm not not hurt at all. We're going. It's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going. Okay. So B and I we rolled out and uh you know did a Friday afternoon left stayed Saturday got up early on on Sunday didn't even look for stones Sunday morning because I did want to have t- some time with P that weekend so we sure. got back as fast as we could. Um but what I will say is uh not a ton of people out there yet. Um it's it, it is thawed like B and I uh so 55 degrees 5,000 feet of elevation, sun came out for two seconds, and the back of my neck was red <laughs> as a lobster. I'm telling you right now, yeah. it hurt like hurt to the touch. That, yeah. So warm that when you sleep on a pillow, it's like it aches, like it throbs, you know? I hated it. Um, well, we went up to Timberline years and years ago, and uh, my brother was having trouble seeing through his goggles, so he just went squints, squints. Oh, red line across his eyeball. So the whites of his eyes, when he opened wide, because he was squinting, you could see the red line that he was looking through. So snow makes it worse because you get the actual reflection off of the snow back onto your face. But the idea that you cannot get sunburnt because it's not that warm is stupid. So you will. Well, and the thing is, is I've been, you know, it's been hibernation mode for the last six months. I've been bundled up in sweatshirts. And so all of a sudden my skin just felt violated. Right. Because here we are quite like literally at 5,000 feet. And I mean, it's just beaten down on us and I'm thinking everything's good. And then my son, right. I was like, Oh man, my neck kind of hurts. And he goes, Oh dad, he had a, <laughs> he had a light sweatshirt on. He goes, he goes, he goes, does that hurt really bad? And I was like, I think it's about to. Like it was, it was noticeable as we're walking and there's no going back, right? That once it's begun, it's, you're done. So, so so in, in here somewhere, there is a a joke about this being a redneck pursuit and 
There yeah, you have it. There is there somewhere in there. There you have it. There you have it. So wherever, however it you want was, to use uh, it. A really successful trip all the way around. Got out, did the thing. Um, when you even, when you go out there in that temperature, you just camp and you bring the trailer. You two just staying in the truck, like. Uh, it had the the tent on the truck, my yeah. my my uh, Cascadia vehicle tent. So uh, we did build a little fire at night. I got the guitar out because I think I mentioned you. I started learning how to play guitar, and so yeah, I got I to that. play the guitar for the first time around a campfire a little bit. Yeah, just just and when I say that, it, I loose is the word. Like I'm not. It's not playing the guitar. Yeah. It's strumming, and there are chords, but there's no song. Yeah, yet we're working. How, how long before your son was just like, just stop. I will <laughs> announce that he went to bed quickly after the guitar got yeah. out. He's like, yeah. I'm ready to go. To bed. Well, and, and, like, and he is how old? He is going to be nine in June. That's what I, th- I was going to say nine. So he will pick up that guitar and he will practice it for a week and he'll be better than you if you practice for the rest of the year. Oh yeah. Well, and I, I don't even think I've told you he's, he's a drummer now. Oh, nice. Lessons and the things he's doing, it's, it's really weird. Like it's talent. Like he's better than you at stuff and he will be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you say successful, uh, we've, we've already mentioned on here. You, you showed me your bucket thousand, couple thousand dollars worth of, uh, sunstones. Like you get out there, you have your spots. Right. Yes. So you go yep. to your spots and you just like immediately you're like, oh, it's going to be a good day. Or like, what's the vibe when you get out there? Uh, so when we got out there in particular, what I was hoping for a little bit was a little bit of dew on the ground. And then the sun would come up and, and it would actually all of a sudden you'd be able to see the reflection of the stones off of the dew that's sitting on them with the sun. We didn't get that whole thing. Um, so it did. It didn't happen that way. So we did have to look pretty hard for okay. them. But once, what I will say is, it felt to, to both B and I that once we got into a couple of little spots, that it was you're in them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. keep looking harder. There's more here. And the funny part about the universe is that I, I I believe the concept here is the universe rewards you, right? So I have a story to tell on this. So uh, for Easter. The Easter Bunny had gotten uh, B and P um, a couple of little um, gemstone bracelets, and like P's was a a pink one that's I, th- I believe it was Kunzanite, and then B uh, the Easter Bunny got him a it's uh, Prenite, Citrine, and Aven- Aventrine stone, and so it's it's they're green, and then Citrine is like an amber color. And it ultimately, these are, they're considered good luck stones. It's good fortune kind of vibes. And so he, I get him this bracelet, right? Or sorry, Easter Bunny got him a bracelet. Really? Do they listen to your podcast? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. And they don't believe it. They know who got it for me. So, but, so <laughs> none of my friends got it. None of my friends got a rock bracelet. <laughs> so, so the week goes on in the lead up to that. Right. And he loses the bracelet in my house. We don't know where it is. Yeah. Can't find it. And it, it upset him to the degree that he truly treasures these little, these little bracelets that, that he has multiple of them, but he is prone to losing them because he has these little nine-year-old wrists. Yep. Right. And they slip off of them, And so he loses them from time to time and they're not super expensive. They're eight, nine, 10 bucks for me to go get another one. So I just go get him another one. And I just so happen to be at the rock shop 
getting some other things, right? And they happen to have one last of these good fortune bracelets. So I picked up a second one and I gave it to him as we're getting ready to head out. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. You know, he was really excited because he was upset about losing yeah. it. He does not like losing them. And so we get out there and he's wearing his bracelet and he's do like, okay, when I get out there with B, what I like about him is he'll look for stones for a while, yep. but at some point the attention is drawn elsewhere and it's the attention out there is drawn to how many fire ant hills can I destroy? Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's where we're at. Sure. Like they're not going to so, destroy themselves. Exactly. No, and I'm with you. Last year, his little feet were violated by by said fire ants. He got a couple of bites, he and sh- I mean, they should, and they hurt, right? Like it, it but, yeah. they are what they are. It hurts, and as they should, yeah, as they should. And so now he's he's on a vendetta for them, right? Like <laughs> the sun is again. The sun's up. It's nice and warm. The ants are coming out, and he's seeing them. So he's getting his shovel, and he's just you know. Godzilling these freaking anthills left and right. Well, as he's doing that, one thing that he starts doing is he starts taking some of the larger stones that are like non non sunstones, but they're just larger stones that are on the ground, and he's just throwing them at them, right? Like yeah. just you know, it's meteors are hitting, you know, and just it's it's It'll ruin it's, your day. Like the poor ant colony just trying out there. Like we're not near any people. We're just hanging out, and then yeah. And then here comes an eight, nine-year-old just to absolutely upend their world. So as he's throwing them, he's got his bracelet, the new one, on his throwing. Of course he does. He throws it, bracelet and rock go at the same time, but in different directions. And it's one of those situations, I can see it on his face. He couldn't tell which one was the bracelet and which one was the right? So he's like, he goes, dad? And I go, yeah. And and it was like that dad, like almost like a a worried, right? Yeah. Like he's like, I just lost my bracelet, and I was like, Bud, no, I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I just like literally the day before I just gotten it, and I wasn't mad, I wasn't upset, right? But the universe has a way of doing the things that it's gonna do, and mind you, this bracelet is green and amber. To say that it blends into the the ambiance of this environment, it's the perfect camouflage for what we got going on. It's sage yeah. and, and and amber on the ground. There's no way. There's just no way. Yeah. So we start looking for this bracelet. As we are looking for the bracelet is when we found this, the big one. The right? big one. The big one. And it was this situation where we both kind of eyeballed it and we're like, oh, my gosh. And he thought I was looking at it, like, we're looking at the stone, but he thought it might have been the bracelet. I was like, no, it's a stone. Look at it. And then we picked it up and we're like, oh my gosh, I think this one's almost as big as the one Sissy got last year. Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, then we, you know, did this thing where it's like, we laughed and it was like, let's let that bracelet go. This is the universe telling us, hey, it was, it was meant, it was fortuitous, right? Universe is talking to you saying, hey, it's okay. Thanks for the good fortune bracelet. Have fun with this stone. So it was you know what one. the best would be is years from now, you're out there and you find the bracelet. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. And here's the other thing, too. That's very possible because I'm a creature of habit and I will return to that oh, yeah. little spot yeah, yeah. Over I mean. and over yep. again. And I could see it happening that way. So yeah, uh good trip all the way around. Good. Got to build a fire, you know, all the things. Although I get the firewood, 
and and B's like, he's like, where's the marshmallows? And I was uh, like, oh, rookie mistake, Dad. Geez. Like, what are we doing out here? Have you ever tried roasting a peep on a fire? I hear things. I don't I hear things. I don't know. We had peeps, and the kids were like, "These are pretty good." And I was like, "Man, we should roast these over a fire." I've never tried it. I didn't know. And, I, I, and you're I've just talking. Yeah. You're just talking Easter basket and Easter bunny. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like a pretty good idea to me. <laughs> I have heard things that those are good. Yeah, well, they're good. They're good. Because the, the sugar kind of caramelizes yep. is, it even on another level, right? We so. also had uh, chocolate dipped peeps for Easter this year, and uh, those were quite delightful. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they, the chocolate would just melt right off of them, but I don't know how yeah. much time it takes on the fire because that's a whole different uh, taste and texture on a marshmallow. So I don't know. It is, it is a All different right. taste. So uh, morel mushrooms. Yeah, uh, that's that's the other adventure that we have to go on. Yeah. So is it possible to combine one trip, both things? Anything is for possible. Well, anything is yeah. possible. Sure. But anything's possible. It would be no matter what we're cutting. The, yeah, it's doable. What is not like, like I guess the question is, is it a halfway point? Is it a like from? No. Yeah. OK. I wouldn't do it because the spots that I go to for morels that I would that, like, my goal would be to take yeah. you to these spots. Yep. Um, they are not close to where, where the sunstones are. No worries. But that being said, we do go across areas that would also have sun or, or have um, morel in them. I just wouldn't know exactly where they are. We, but that's part of the adventure is yeah. you just go out and you're like, Hey, this little spot looks kind of good. Let's go run through this. The only reason so, they're only five hour drive. To sunstones. Yeah. If yeah. if two and a half hours or two hours into the drive, you can pull over and be like, yeah, let's take a look. Just would, and up. we could. There is a spot that would be pretty ideal this year because in Oregon we had it was the Cougar Mountain fire that ran through. Yeah. Um, just north of, or just south of Paisley, Oregon. Yeah. And morels are found most primarily, uh, especially black morels near previous burns. Yeah. So. And this is year two after that. So, yeah, it would be prime time, actually. And I just I haven't been up there um, since I was a kid with my grandfather. But give me a reason. You I know? just did. Give me a reason. I just did. Just throwing it out. Just, did. just throwing it out there. About halfway. So we could. But, eh, see, not, we could I'm, not, I'm not all bad ideas over here. No, uh, that is not. A bad idea. OK. And give me a reason to go find a new spot. You okay. know, well, that's that's the that's the, well, and that's the thing is you're hustling back and you're like, hey, we killed it on the Sunstones. Let's swing by and see if we can. Yeah, grab a couple mushrooms or stop on the way and then you're around the fire and you suck saying no yeah okay we can do that okay throwing yeah. that out there uh the other question that i have and this was brought up so i was talking uh to a friend of mine who i think is going to go on set adventures with us okay. and uh and i brought up morels and he goes ah dang it i didn't i didn't take out my morel spores and ah. spread them. Is this some? T tell me what you know about morel spores, and is yeah. this cheating? It, it, cheating? Is it cheating? Yeah. Yeah. So there is. Okay. So any, just like you could, you could take any plant from the wild and put it in a new environment, and be, and, and ultimately it will grow. An example of with, and it's it's illegal to do, but you could do it where you take a wildflower from from out there in the wild right yeah. say an indian paintbrush uh or, or any of the other likes yeah. that, that you enjoy that, that are those flowers i've always liked the foxgloves 
the fox you could uproot them or or like a wild lupin right sure. like you could uproot you could dig into the root bring it back in a bucket and plant it and you it will grow yeah right well so so what he was saying is he's i should have went up to the burns yeah and spread the so this is the reverse of what you're saying right yeah this is the yeah this would be bringing it home instead of but if you know that you have spore yeah right and you you could take that up and just distribute it um and there's actually it's so funny that this comes up because i just saw a tiktok of a guy in probably the midwest somewhere and he's he's making morel mushroom spore and he does a whole tiktok on how he does this yeah and he creates a garden bed of his own in in his environment yep. for growing morel mushrooms so um totally doable not something it, you've it, tried though obviously no, nothing i've tried but nothing i'm adverse to because like my buddy joe he when we go elk hunting we will find oyster mushrooms and oyster mushrooms grow uh generally speaking on dead hardwood uh limbs and they they just come out of them well you can just take that whole limb bring it home and year over year that's what okay so he has those at his house and it totally works until the log is completely decomposed and there's nothing no growing material for the the spore to live but you can do that there's no doubt about it um but you're talking you know the one thing i would say to that it's like you're committed like like you're like you are committed to the process you're not going to start it and then not not go see the the fruits of your labor right like you're you're making the the fungus of your labor the the fun that's good i like that the fungus (laughs) like um so yeah totally doable though uh and the one thing i would say is you know we had a really wet spring really wet so the expectation is that what's what's interesting is this it has been a heavier shower spring Mm -hmm. than it has been a constant rain spring yeah and i wonder how much that makes a difference if at all um or if it's even trackable if moisture, moisture, or is it, you know, like having that torrential d- downpour uh, on occasion? Because over the last few weeks, it's been, it's just been spikes. Down. Yeah. And it's really affecting the paint community. Just, I mean, I, I'm concerned it. about the paint community. <laughs> the concern is great. It's ri- No, hey, listen, I love the paint community. So no, but it is, it's, it's, it's it showers. Is. No, it is. And, and in particular, because we keep getting these slight cold fronts in, in that elevation that is 5,000, in the in the mountains right the snowpack is holding real sure. real well that makes sense I mean, well and you're getting new snow because it's cold and then you get those showers yeah. so you get four or five inches at one time it's not blowing around it's yeah it's, and the expectation this year is that the snowpack is going to hold all through the summer and i mean when was the last time i did that i yeah it's been a while I was, maybe i mean it's yeah. been a long time yeah a long which is cool all right. so but that will help that will help all mushroom seasons in general because you're you when you have that much moisture okay. content in the soil, it should help all mushroom seasons moving forward. That goes for your morels, your matsutakis, uh, chanterelles, white and the yellow foot uh, chanterelles, um, all of them. It, it should be a really good mushrooming year across the board, foraging year. Like even my dad was down a little, and I you know. There's a part, I'm not going to divulge where this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top secret. We know. 
Yeah, it's always top all of so, all of the listeners of this podcast are Korean girls under the age of fourteen, <laughs> and you're afraid to say where in Oregon that you might find a mushroom that you really like. And these aren't even mushrooms. So dad takes his dog on a walk, and, and I won't place- say where, even though you and don't I know who my dad is. It's a park. It's it's a park, but he has GPS the location of wild asparagus. Oh, wild asparagus! Now yeah. you're talking. And- does he, have a tamale, like, does he have a tamale recipe to go with it? Not that I know of, but he oh. does. Like, but it's good asparagus. I'm telling and, you, asparagus tamales. If you go over to, well, at least in in Yakima, I can't say where. No, you don't want to say where. Actually, I it's, can. It's a, it's a restaurant. They probably want us to say, but right in Union Gap, oh. right where Union Gap meets. Uh, okay. Uh, meets Yakima. There is okay. a little uh, shop right on the main drag that makes asparagus uh, uh, tamales. They make chicken that- and. and yeah. Well, hoo, 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 daddy, and you get them frozen. You just get a big twelve pack. But when the asparagus is fresh, that's when they. Go, oh man, it, anyway. it's in, it's so good. It, right. So, but yesterday, I, I happened to see my father yesterday, and he was telling me that he had gone and looked at the asparagus spot, and he was pretty pissed off because the deer had had nibbled off the tops, which is the best. The, the shoots are the best yeah. part, right? Yeah. So, well, deer, was, deer are a nuisance. Anybody thinks they are beautiful, majestic creatures, they are a nuisance, and they are they do no good. Only evil. And so <laughs> hunters should go and find them and kill them. So um, now, so it sounds like we can combine trips possibly and do, yeah, do sunstones, like, especially as, as introductory trips. Um, yeah. And then we can we can do that. Just save ourselves a little time. It's been a weird, funky spring so far. Um, yeah. Gives you a chance to go into a new area, which, which could uh, then um, set up the, the, well, but like, for somebody that's going out on their own that doesn't have a spot, you just kind of go, hey, I generally know this area. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Uh, but now let's get into something that you're very excited about. I'm going, very, I'm going the, razor the, clamming. As a, as a child, I went uh, uh, shovel in hand, uh, yep. boots, and then just mostly just played in the tide because I was a little kid. Um, yep. But that, that, uh, that would have been up near the Olympic – it would have been on the Olympic Peninsula. That's uh, somewhere near Port Angeles, I'm sure. Um, we've gone to Long Beach a handful of times. Last time I went, uh, we brought the kids and immediately boots got pulled to the top. So it was half watching kids, half getting clams. We're using clam guns. We have steel, yep. we have aluminum, we've got all the stuff, all the things, but all the accoutrement. well, the accoutrement, the, the most important uh, element that we have this weekend is we have a negative one and a half foot tide, which is yeah, pre- primo. So we're going to go down there. My dad and my brother have been going, uh, a lot. So they are claiming to be the greatest of the great. They're the experts. They are the people on Long Beach that uh, are revered. People just go, "We can't get any." How are you guys doing it? And, so, they're, and they're just walking around with it with a with a hefty bag filled with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's like it's like here, uh, here, daughter, put this into uh, the net, and then now you've caught it because all the children have to do is touch it. Exactly. And they, now, to and, it. and they don't need a fishing license. They don't need the whole thing. So they just bring yeah. the kids to be extra set of hands. So, so here I am. I'm experienced, but limited experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going down there. What, how do I, how do I sound smart, look cool and be successful if you're so smart? So the first thing I would say is, uh, I really enjoy from like the bag that I'm going to use to bring the, the, to, to carry said clams back. Right. I bring, you know, those old, uh, not old, old, like the, the Jersey bags that we would use like for, uh, like gym class and stuff like that. Like they're like a, a, they're, or even like a, a vegetable bag. Like they're, 
they're like a fine mesh, yeah. right? Allows yeah. water to pass through, yep. allows sand to pass through, but something that is going to be durable enough uh, to, to hold said clams. I don't typically put them in a plastic bag. Some people do. I don't know why they do that because yeah. that's just weird to me. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't typically do that. Um, and then it is, so that's, that's my carrying thing. I don't bring, I, we might bring a bucket to like, stake a claim almost like yeah. like we used it like you find a little spot that you see a bunch of them and i'll explain what i mean by see a bunch of them because how do you see them when they're clams they're oh freaking under the i'm yeah i'm familiar they're they're blowing they're blowing air air bubbles we got it. yep yep so but i, I you know put the bucket down and then you just know, go this is where i'm at stay away yeah, this sure. is my spot yep the claim has been claimed stay away from me um, which, which to be fair, that's not actually a thing. Just no, just no, I know. Me. But well, but if you walk up on somebody and they've got stuff out, then yeah, you're that's like, a, oh, there's a, other people move. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it is a dick move. Now, wait, is, is it a re- dick move? It's a dick move. I don't like, think it's a dick move. <laughs> I, now, I wouldn't do that to another human. Oh, like, you're personally. saying, you're saying intruding on their bucket perimeter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, that is a dick move. Putting the bucket down, not dick move. Oh, not. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah no, no, sorry. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. To, to intrude in crossing space. somebody's imaginary bucket line yeah, that is somehow is, a radius around the bucket is super dick move. And I don't even know what the radius is, just so we're clear. It's a the, vague, the, the vague, the vague bucket radius. Now, would you yeah. set up two buckets to get like a nice zone? I've got two matching. Buckets. Sure, it, it, it could be. Yeah. That's why you bring the kids anyway, yeah, right? Oh, it is, totally is. It is like, yeah, like. I don't know how it works in, in, uh, on the long beach side, but at seaside where we go for the razor clams, it's, it's also a beach that has, um, full, full, um, the dollar, uh, the dollars, what are they called? They're called sand dollars. Thank you. I don't even know. Dollars in the sand. sand. So, uh, but we find full ones there. And so the kids are out just plucking those, creating a perimeter, right? And then we go after them. So I need um, you guys to flank the south side. I need you to get to flank the north exactly. side. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So personally, my personal take is I prefer a clam gun to a clam shovel. Most, uh, I think, I think most people have matured yeah. beyond the shovel. Yeah. Once upon a time, the clam guns not uh, as accessible both in price and in availability. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. pretty pretty ubiquitous at this point. I think and, we have plenty of a clam gun. And the downside to a shovel, in my opinion, is that you can quite easily, quite easily cut the cut, cut your own the, foot off or the clam. In oh, half. yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's what I meant. And, and once I, I don't know how the, the Washington regulation is specifically, but I know in Oregon, once you pull the clam up out of its space, it's yours. It does not matter the size. You have to take it. It counts toward your limit. Gotcha. And there are like OSP, Oregon State Police Officers, are out making wardens are there watching yeah, yeah. happen so um so i prefer the gun to the uh to the shovel yep and so what happens is is you're walking around right uh, you're walking around and you're gonna see what i call volcanoes yep. there and their the volcanoes are about the size of a sand dollar in diameter the bigger the bigger the volcano how, that how you many see, how many three-quarter thumbs at least two okay Hey, we're going to run with that. We're going to run with that. How many three-quarter thumbs? Oh, uh, boy. How do you measure rocks? Well, by the three-quarter thumb. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Like, I can hear it now. We're going to be out 
in the high desert. And I'm gonna say, hey, I just found one. You're gonna you're gonna reply back. How many three quarter tubs big is right, it? Totally. No, absolutely. As as one does. Oh I mean, God. listen, I want to I don't want to sound like an idiot out there. I want to sound experienced. I want to have the nomenclature. I want to have the verbiage so I don't sound like a moron. Can you imagine <laughs> how stupid you would sound if you didn't know that sunstones were measured in three quarter thumbs? <sighs> Embarrassing. I can I like I can literally hear my followers on lives just ribbing me for this just the same way you are uh, over and over am i gonna... oh i thought that was this is not a real thing <laughs> no it's great uh... okay so you're looking for volcanoes right now two three-quarter the... thumb volcanoes two three-quarter thumb volcanoes dig after the big ones but when you dig the way that i do it right when you see a lot of people will, will center the the uh the volcano on the clam gun Got right? okay I would have you put the the edge of the clam gun. So here we are. You know what? I just happen to have. Okay. So, and this is actually about the diameter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, if this is the center of the volcano, right? And, and well, okay. So, so, you you show me visually, and everybody's going to be listening to this yeah. as an audio, and I will I will translate for you. You have the edge of the diameter, right? The diameter edge of the clam gun. That's the gun. circumference. The circum. Thank you. Man, that's going to be a rough day. They're going <laughs> to give me all the shit. Uh, so on that circumference, I'm putting the this edge that is on the beach side, not the ocean side. Yeah. yeah. On the vol on the on the top of the said volcano. Yeah, mountain. So it's centered on the volcano. It's it's here, yeah. right? Because the theory is is that the clam is more toward the ocean side, but they're 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 the the tube that the the flute is that they're the neck the neck yeah goes up toward the beach but the clam itself is they're is they're going downhill towards the ocean yeah they're okay. exactly so that way because if you center it you might pierce the you know yeah. chop the clam in half and then you're eating half of a clam and yeah. that sucks so well which, um, depends so on which half what's that depends on which half <laughs> depends yeah that does depend yeah um so remember, so 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 I want to I want to reiterate that. Okay, so you've got the circle and instead of going on there's there's the little hole in the center, the where the yep. so basically what you're looking for, the volcano is going to have a little bubble coming up. There'll be a little hole in the center. So what I want to do is I want to aim for the ocean side. So I'm yes. I'm putting my clam gun uh uh, uh west. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, cool. Just you're covering the hole, but you're putting it just, just, just yeah. west. So, the, so, so the hole will be as far on the east side of the clam gun as possible, and then I'm centering it down because they're they're running uh, back towards the water. Okay, they're running back towards the water cool. at all times. All right, take that. So, and it's a game, right? Because they're as as you go with the clam gun down, they're trying to run from you too. Like yeah. they're 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 trying to get away, and that sand is typically. Are they trying soft. to get away, or is that their natural motion? They're threatened. I don't know. They're threatened. I, they live under the sand. That's where they live. They pop up. I don't know. Okay. But either way, it's I with my first one, like the first push down, I go as far like I hit it hard. Yeah. Like I just go as hard and, and I push down as far as I can. Get all that first pull out. Yeah. Don't do a shallow pull because best case scenario, you get it on the first, the first tube. Because yep. your your hand guns are normally a foot and a half to two mm -hmm. feet long sure right something like that yeah and so uh yeah like you're looking at like 
25 three quarter thumbs? At least. <laughs> it's gonna be just the whole thing. Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah. So 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 get as much as you can now. Now, do you spend much time looking in? The like, hole. So if you don't spot, well, if you don't spot it in your sand pile, you, you said your hope is to get it on the first try. Yeah. So you pull it out. Do you give it just a quick brush through, see if the clam is in there, or are you going right back in the hole? Um, I will, if I don't, because normally the sand will fall apart pretty yep. quick. If I and, and because the clam almost acts like a wedge, it'll open up like the, 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 the sand, sand will, will break around it. Yeah, break around it on that first pull. If it's not there, because I'll, I'll just kick it, right? I just yeah. kick the... Yeah, down, just a quick, right? quick run through it with your foot. It's just immediately right back down. Yeah, gotcha. um, generally speaking, they're not more than... I mean, a big one, because even a big volcano, right, will have a big clam. They might be two two to three feet deep. I mean, they can yeah. be down there a good little ways. Some of the smaller ones are probably only going to be six to 12 inches deep. I mean, they're not... They don't run too too far down, but you, and the thing is, is with razor clams because they are that delicious of a clam. Like, and I don't know how you prepare them, but we do clam strips, right? Yep. Um, and fried clam strips, a little bit of uh, whatever sauce you're going to do, an aioli or a, you know a, a tartar sauce, whatever your your. We've been using is. a uh, honey habanero sauce. It's perfect. I mean, yeah, everybody's got their their fancy, but. Quite literally, I believe the razor clam is the best tasting clam um, when it comes to, and th- which is why there is such a strict season on yeah. them. So in the state of Oregon, we are allowed 15. And sounds right for Washington. Oh, right in there. Right. Yeah. I believe everybody keeps it, you know, and pretty close. But right now, or so normally at this time of year, we've already done quite a bit of razor clamming. Yeah. Uh, by this point this year. This year, that demo, I think it's the demoic acid, whatever it is that, yeah. that, that they have to test for. The uh, harmful they, acidity and, uh, and chemicals in the water. Yeah. It's, it's, you don't want poopy clams. And yep. so um, they do this test to test for this, this bacteria. And we know that this last week, ODF, Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife, ran a test and it came back clean. They need to have two tests to verify before yep. they'll allow the public to go after them. Um, but here's to hoping that yeah. we get a rate because we have gone through razor clam seasons that we don't get a season. We don't get to go harvest. Yeah, this is the so. second. This is the second trip. My family will be taking the first one I'm going on this year. So I'm pumped about it's, it. it. It is a. The thing about it is it's it's one of those really fun. It's a generally clean good time, yeah. right? Because the kids are playing in the water a little bit here and there. They, you know, maybe, you know, afterward they want to build a sandcastle. It's just, it's a good beach day activity yep. and it, it can happen pretty quick in the turnover. Like the last time I took the kids last year, we were limited in 20, 30 minutes. Yep. It was and then not- grab the bikes and let's go. Yeah. Yep. And we're out, totally. you know? Um, I think even on the day that we did it quite literally, we showed up at the, you know, at low tide did that for 30 minutes. Cause you're trying to catch it at low tide. It has to, you, yep the lowest tide that is possible. Well, by the time we were done, I, I mean, it was a working day for me. The kids just happened to have the day off of school. So I was like, you're coming with me because we need more, more than yeah, 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 exactly. Be the dad and we want 60 clams, yep. you know? Yep. And then you flush them out, you know, you put them in good, clean water, let them purge for a while to get the sand out. Yep. Yep. Let them clean themselves. All right. Well, that's the, that's the plan. Thank you for the advice. Uh, I will, uh, 
I will see if anybody else is pulling that technique where they're going. Uh, I'm with it. I always use, I, I want the ones that are like the size of the length of my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not three quarter hand, not three. <laughs> I think that's uh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that's like four three quarter thumbs. At least. All right, my friend. I appreciate uh, the conversation. Uh, let me know uh, your availability. We'll find a time to uh, to, yeah, to get to do this thing. Yeah, because I mean, shoots, it's already May, so we've got uh, books. Oof, yeah, well, I've got my anniversary at the end of May, and then I've got 17 years. And hey, then congratulations, sir. And then uh, and it's Memorial Day. So how yeah. fa- how far how far into the year will you go sunstoning? How far in the year can you catch catch how wrestle down uh, mushrooms? Well, morels specifically. I mean, mushrooms, we know that morels, well into the fall. You know, uh, on the morels, really, you know, if we can find time in May, you can find them in June. Sure. It's possible. You can find them in a nice shady spot, a deep little hole that, you know, will have good moisture. You'll find them in, in June. Uh, but there's no, and, you know, the thing is, is because of how much snowpack we have, June might even be a better right. time. Okay. So, um I think we target something in June and we see how that all goes and we just see how it's because if you've got, I mean, May is tough. Also it's mother's day weekend. You've yep. got an anniversary. It sounds like, and then we've got uh Memorial weekend in general. So yeah, yeah. there's the weekends get filled quickly, but yes, that's, they do. that's, that's part of the fun. Also, they should yeah. be filled. Get to do things right. Amen to that. That's the whole point of the podcast this year is get out and do stuff. As long as you can hurry up and do it with your kids before you have to do it with your co-host. <laughs> I feel, I feel this much. Ah, bad. Hey, don't. Cause guess who's going razor clamming this, this weekend. I am jealous and I'm going without you. Yeah. So, and, and I, I and, and I, I still have the opportunity to invite you. Like we're literally talking about. It. I can be like, "Hey, yeah, come along. What, what do I care?" But if, I'm not doing. It. Notice that I'm not doing. It. Now I'm intentionally not doing it because now it's come up. So now you're uninvited. You're disinvited. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but if I don't get a photo of a clam and say I, that's about three quarter, four three quarter thumbs, yeah. I, I if I don't get that photo, I don't even know what we're doing here. Well, I you'll mean, get. We'll see if we'll see if we can even track down. I mean, those four three quarter thumb clams, they're tricky. Monsters are tricky. If I can find one of those dollar things in the sand, too, I'll uh, send you a picture of that. What do you call them? Those half dollars? Hay pennies? All right. Well, that's a podcast. We never introduced ourselves. So I'm Luke. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, more podcasts available at uh, the Odyssey, uh, Odyssey.com, the Odyssey app. Uh, you can find it on 1080thefan.com, where I do my radio show as well. Uh, ben, where are you sharing this? You know, I, uh, I'm on TikTok. I am the box dad on TikTok and Instagram, social media, uh, all the way around. And, uh, certainly for any of those that are listening out there, join us on uh, my lives on Tuesday night. We had TikTok. We uh, do seven join people. you. Well, you should come sometime. Hey, this is my first time I've been invited. I, you know, I never even thought about it until just yeah. now. So, uh, but I do a live on Tuesday nights, 7 PM Pacific standard time. And it's trivia night, and we hand out merch. It's a good time. I have a, I have a bingo barrel thing, so it's. Of course. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe one time I'll join you on that. Now that I'm actually invited to do something, uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Hey, uh, hey, have a great, uh, have a great rest of uh, of your week and month, and I'll talk to you very soon. Talk soon.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 